Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of NG Weber. This is the audio version of a presentation that I gave at NG Columbia on February 9th, 2019. The topic is content projection and NG template. Hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, you can also see the video on our YouTube channel, so go check it out there as well. Show you the auditorium. I don't know if you can see. There's the people. Hey everyone, how are you guys doing? Okay, I think we have around 200 people here. So everybody is coming here to listen to you. And are you excited? Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I have something that will help you guys out and hopefully you guys are having a good time. Yeah, for sure. So, um, are you nervous? I'm, I am a little nervous, I, I'll admit. <laughs> okay, so the auditorium is all yours. All right. All right, sorry about this. All right. So, um, as I said before, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can do something uh, today, present something today that, that will help some of you guys in, uh, in your applications and in your development process. So today I'm going to speak just a little bit uh, on content projection. Um, but maybe before I get started, hey, Carlos, uh, can you just mute your side of the mic uh, for, for a minute? I just keep hearing echoes. Yeah, for sure. One second, please. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about content projection and ng template today. But before I get started, I just want to introduce myself a little bit. My name is Preston Lamb. Um, I'm from Roy, Utah. It's about a half hour north of Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I'm married and have three kids um, and love spending time with my family. Um, and then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram um, at PLAMWeb and on GitHub at PJLAM12. So uh, I'd love to hear from you guys after today. Also, um, you'll see this link at the top of the screen. It says, ask a question. Uh, if you guys uh, submit questions, then, then I can see them um, on my screen and then uh, I'll answer a couple questions at the end and then if you uh, put your uh, Twitter handle or email address or something I can reach out after as well and, and try to answer any questions that you have as well. So let's go ahead and get started. So uh, the first part that I want to talk about is what is ng template, the ng template tag. Um, so the first thing that I learned about this uh, when I started looking into what ng template was is I realized that uh, we're already using them all the time in Angular. We just don't know that we are. Um, you'll see an example here on the left um, image. It has a div with the ng if directive on it. And under the covers, Angular is using an ng template tag uh, to accomplish uh, the ng if. And so we use uh, we use that all the time. Um, so we we use the ng template there. And then in addition, uh, we use it on um, an ng4 loop. Uh, the bottom example is is what ng4 actually looks like uh, when when you use it in your um, in your application. So we use them under the scenes on accident all the time. Um, 
but so I think it's good to know that uh, that that's how ng if and ng for work, um, so that you can write them if you need to. One of the benefits of using ng template directly um, is that it doesn't add extra markup to your page. Where if if you um, put the ng if on a div, then that div shows up in the HTML of the page. But if you put it on ng template, um, then ng template is not added. To the to the markup, so um, in some cases you you might not want that extra div on your your page, and so you can add it directly to ng template. If you do, if you don't care if that extra div is there, then you can go ahead and still use ngf um, the ngf directive like normal. But th this is another op another option. Uh, the next thing I learned um, was from the Angular docs, and it says that the ng template core directive represents part of a template that will be combined with other parts to make up a whole template for a component. And so basically here I have a little, um, you know, a little diagram of what happens on an ng4 loop. And so the ng4 in this case may be part of, uh, of the whole template and outputs each one of those red boxes. Um, but the, the entire template of the page probably also contains a navigation header, uh, maybe uh, some other information um, uh, on the page, uh, uh, an explanation of what the list is, some filtering options, all that stuff. And so the ng template under the hood that we looked at in the last slide uh, for the ng4 just represents part of the template of this page. And so um, that was that was good for me to know that uh, you know that it just represents part of the page and and again to understand this a little bit better. So let's go on uh, to talk a little bit more about what content projection uh, looks like. And content projection, um, it really is kind of like um, projecting an image from your computer using a projector onto a screen. Uh, and so that's that's kind of what, what I uh, think of it as. Um, here, you'll see an example on the top image of a component that you may have made, and, and I'm just calling it parent component. Uh, to use content projection, uh, you'll have your parent component like this on your page, and then you'll put your child component inside the, the tags of the parent component. Um, and then in that parent component here on the bottom image, to output that content, you'll have parts of your template, whatever it may be, and then you'll have an ng content uh, tag somewhere in the, the HTML, and that will output the child component um, markup that, that you have defined. So we'll talk about this a, a little bit more in a minute, and we'll, we'll look at a couple examples. Um, I read, as I was preparing for this and learning more about this, I read uh, a, a blog post from Awesome Hussein, and he put it very well, I think. He said that a component can use the ng content tag to define where the inner content of the tags of our Angular component are output. And so uh, this ng content tag is vital when you're using uh, content projection, uh, but it's it's very simple um, as far as that goes, that wherever you put the ng content tag, then this inner tag child component will out be output right there. Um, and 
we'll look at, at why I think content projection is so great. But essentially, if we use parent con uh, or sorry, content projection in our components as we as we develop them, um, if we publish those on NPM, then other people can use our components, but they can define how the component looks and we can define how it acts. So let's take a couple uh, look at a couple examples here. Uh, the first um, is that um, is a, a use case for using ng template. Um, and so um, right here, we have an example that I've run into several times where I have a list of items and I want to output them. Uh, but sometimes I don't want to output one of the items based on some attribute of, of that item. And so I don't know how many of you have tried this, but it doesn't work. Uh, you can't put two structural directives like this on the same element. Uh, so you can't use ng4 and ng if on the same item. So one way to get around that is to use ng template directly and loop over uh, your items with ng4 on that ng template and then use the ng if on the li. And again, uh, like I mentioned before, this is uh, really helpful and really great because the ng template doesn't add extra markup to the page. So you won't have any issues with your UL and LI items here and, and it not displaying correctly because uh, ng template doesn't add any extra um, markup on the page. Now let's go to another option. And uh, this is, um, this is, I took this from uh, Bootstrap uh, dropdown, um, but I've used dropdowns before in the past, like to filter lists or whatever. And I didn't want to show whatever the selected option was in the dropdown. I just wanted that to show up at the top if they had selected it. And so again, um, I couldn't use ng4 and ngif on this li down here. And so I just wrapped the, the ng template. Um, around the li and use the ng4 and then you can loop over those so let's go ahead and look at a couple examples of doing this um, hopefully you can see let me zoom in a little bit here all right so um, over here in this app component i've uh, defined a few different items here um, and two of them have a link and one of them doesn't and so the example here is that you want to loop over over these cards and you want to link to them if they have a link and you, but you don't want to link to them, obviously, if they don't, you don't want to have a broken link on your page. And so here on line four, I use the ng template and the ng4 directive, and then I can loop over those. And then inside of it, I have two divs, both of them, well, I have one div and, and an anchor tag. Uh, the div has the um, ngf not item.link and then it outputs the, the card information. And then the second one has, uh, or the anchor tag has the NGF for if the link is present. And then um, I used href here just, um, obviously if, if this was a, a full application, it would be router link, but um, then you can link to the item here and output it. So this one doesn't go anywhere. This one you can see has the blue underlines and, and the, um, the cursor to, to show that it links. So that's one example of how you can uh, use ng template in, in your application. Uh, the other option or the other example I have here um, is an example of this slide where it has the dropdown. So look at that real quick. Um, again, um, I just have a 
uh, list of options here, option one, two, and three that are going to show up in the, the dropdown. And then in my component uh, or in the HTML for the component, um, I have two dropdowns and they're both going to change when we select one. But the first one, um, I just loop through all the menu items and output all of them every time. And the second one, the bottom one, um, it'll hide the one that's currently selected. So you'll see here, when I open this top one, option one is selected and it still shows in the list. Um, and then if I select option two, then you know we change. Uh, but in this bottom one, um, I hide the currently selected item um, when when it's selected. And so then um, only the ones that uh, that they can choose um, that are different show up. So that's one example of, or two examples, I guess, of where I have used uh, ng template um, before. All right, so um, this uh, just goes over a little bit more um, what uh, what you can or how you can accomplish that on the ng template. You know, put the ng four and ng four of uh, attributes or or directives here. Um, and then the let option right here, uh, that also, that's like um, in your ng4, let me go back to stack blitz. That's just like here in the um, ng4, we say let option of list options um, and create that local variable. That's what this let dash option here is doing. It's the same thing. So don't forget that. And then you can do the, the check for um, if option is not the selected option, then go ahead and output that. Okay, so um, we talked a little bit about content projection before, um, and I like to compare it to um, having a block of clay and turning it into a pot, as you can see here. Um, I've used it. I've used several component libraries before, and they're all really, really good. The only downside to them is that you're locked into exactly what they decided the the UI of those components should be. And so, uh, if that doesn't match your design, you either have to change your design to fit that, or you have to try and find another one. Um, but if we use content projection in our component libraries, then we can and provide the block of clay essentially to other developers and then they can decide how it's going to look. So um, the problems, if you don't use content projection and you still want people to be able to uh, determine how the, the component looks and feels, is the first thing is that you'd have to provide a whole big list of inputs. Um, you know, that, that input list might include um, an icon that they want to use for it, colors of text, color of border, background, images, all this stuff. And you could make one input and have it be a big configuration object, but it's the same thing. So there's too many inputs to handle. Uh, too many outputs is the other thing. Uh, you know, you might have a whole bunch of different actions or, or events that need to happen when they click or interact with the component. And now you have a big list of outputs that they have to subscribe to. And the third is integration with other third-party uh, components or, or directives that you use. Uh, it can be difficult to then um, implement that um, inside your application. Um, and so those are some of the issues if, if, we, if you don't use content projection and implementing component libraries into your application. Uh, so the solution is to plan for this during the development and implementation of your application. Uh, so if you, um, 
if you are developing a component library, plan on using content projection. And you can maybe uh, provide a default uh, look and, and feel for, uh, for the component, but plan on letting people use their own components um, to display the UI. And then you can just provide the function of that component. Um, so, um, oh, sorry, I have an example right here. Um, so this is uh, a component library that um, it's a small one that I that I developed um, a little while ago, and it provides a way for you to select um, tags from a list and apply them to uh, something in your application. So sorry, I uh, I thought I'd preloaded all my examples, but I didn't. Uh, so we have here a list of possible tags that they can select. Um, and in this, um, I'm going to hide the editor here. Uh, so this bottom one here um, is the default component where um, I added uh, a list up here of selected tags to output, and then the available tags, a little uh, filter that you can do, and then um, a, an icon where you can um, select them and it, it shows and then you can remove them. And so it works, you know, really well. It, it'll select the, the items for them and everything, but they are locked into this design, how I, how, how I designed it. And so that's what I used at first. Um, but then I realized that content projection will be a lot, a lot better. And so, um, I provided that um, as part of as an option in the the component library, and then people maybe they want it to look a little bit different, and they can make all these buttons, and the buttons can change a different color when they select one, and they can remove them this way. And so um, you'll you can see in the HTML here, the bottom one they just use the default um, the default component ATS tag select, and they pass in a few inputs and um, some icon classes and all that stuff. And you can see there's quite a few um, inputs here. And then in the, the other one where they get to use uh, template refs or content projection, that's what the TR stands for is template refs. Um, they can provide inside this ng template tag, uh, they can provide their own components that they have developed for what the selected tags should look like and what the possible tag list should look like. And there's still a little bit of um, setup that um, I can go over if with people. If, if you have questions, let me know and I can reach out to you. There's still a little bit of, um, of setup that they have to do here, but they're able to uh, define exactly how it looks. And so they can change that. And if after a while they get tired of the buttons, they can they can move to something else. But they have complete control over how it looks. But the component itself, itself is still handling uh, how it functions and how those are selected. All right, so last thing that I have today um, is um, how you can use uh, ng template again um, with content projection to uh, in inside your app to output like for example items in lists and you can write the the component once that sh that outputs the the components uh, but you can pass in um, different components to output them in, in different manner. So in this case, maybe sometimes you want a full contact card and then other times you just want their avatar and their name. And so this last example shows how to do that. And so 
have a list of contacts here, uh, and then we're gonna output them in these two different manners here. So in the HTML, um, I have the contact list um, component, which I have defined over here. Um, and then I have the ng template um, right here that I, that I use. Uh, and that makes it so that this app contact card is output inside the contact list. And then I just provide that app contact card and then it will output this card. And then down here, it's basically the same thing, but I have the app contact preview and it just puts this, this preview of the contact. And if we go to the contact list real quick, we'll see that um, I have a little bit of markup. And then right here, I have this ng template. Um, and then I have the ng4. Um, and this is a little different. It's not using the ng content tag, but it's doing the same thing where I have the ng4 template. Um, and I tell it's the contact template. Uh, and so use that to output it. And then over here in the contact list uh, .ts file, um, then I tell it here um, that I'm gonna pass in a contact template to output that. And that's what, uh, that's what, um, where this comes into play, the ng template um, and, the, and the component that I pass in. So in this case, you know, this is a, a pretty small example, but maybe in your app, you have places where you don't want to rewrite the, um, the logic of looping over something, for example, um, in multiple different components. And so you write that once and then you, um, you can use the contact card or the contact preview um, and, and output those. So those are just some examples. Um, but I think that's it for today. Uh, my time's just about up. Uh, so um, here's my contact information. Uh, reach out to me if you have any questions. Uh, this uh, first link um, is for a blog post that I wrote on this. And the second link is for the slides. Um, so, so please reach out if you have any questions. Um, and, um, and thank you very much for letting me come um, and present. I have one question that was submitted. Um, I'll show that real quick. Uh, what's the best advantage of using ng content? Uh, in my, my opinion, um, I kind of mentioned it a few times in here, but um, being able to have, uh, to be able to provide um, a content library where um, you as the developer can, uh, whether it's internal or on NPM, it doesn't matter, but where um, you can define how a, con how a uh, sorry, a template, sorry, a component uh, works, um, but then somebody else can def define how it looks and how users interact with it um, exactly. I think that's one of the best the best advantages. You can reuse those components across multiple applications and multiple designs much easier uh, than than being locked into a specific design uh, that that you either are using on a different project or that somebody else uh, decided for you. So I think that's the best the best option. But uh, thanks again. Uh, hopefully you guys have learned something um, and, and I'm excited to, to look um, and I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you guys and, and answering any questions that you may have. All right, Preston, thank you so much. Como estuvo la charla?
progress. So thank you so much. People are so thankful for, for your talk and for explaining this uh, amazing uh, functionality um, feature of Angular. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate your time and see you, see you soon. So uh, I have a question.